Hey everyone, Drew Paglieri back with a power spread analysis on all things football. So in my uh, other review of one of these divisional games, the Buffalo game and the Bengals, I tried to go into a more of a summary short podcast and that blew up into 37 minutes. So the bottom line is I've analyzed these games, I've taken in-depth notes on every drive. So it's kind of hard if I go in that chronological order to actually do a short podcast. And again, I'm well aware that this might not be the format to use or the platform for for this. I'm exp- This all started out for more, for something for me and another person that we were doing and then for the coaches. And now I'm starting to move into what is it that the public would like to hear from this? And um, I'm not convinced I'm even close to finding what that is yet, but I'm sort of experimenting and it's a work in progress. So for this game, I am going to just like state a thesis or state a, a, my general impressions of the game real quick and then go down through it and kind of see and prove almost like I was a physics major. Okay. And I played football at Bucknell and I was also a physics major there. And, and we sort of like, you, you make a statement you, and then you prove it. Right. Or you, you can, you know, you say, this is what I believe and, uh, and, and what I'm seeing and what I'm observing and what I think. And, and here's my, the way I post, postulate it. And then here's how I'm going to prove it. Right. Something like that. Well, that's what I'm going to do here. So we had a defensive game more, a defensive struggle. And I think that surprised a lot of people. It did me a little bit to a degree because I get caught up. I, I was caught up in, Definitely Shanahan's great offensive mastery. And then also what Kellen Moore is doing over there. And, of course, you play a young Seattle team or you play a messed-up Tampa team and you look better than you should, probably. You come in and you play two really good defenses and two teams that are on it. it all of a sudden, it's a lot different. So both of these defenses, and you could say for the 49ers the whole year, you can say for Dallas late in the year, really good. Okay, I still think 49ers are a better defense than Dallas, but really good. Um, Quinn has done a great job, the defensive coordinator for Dallas. He was more of a, a steel trap kind of guy. He was more of like the Pete Carroll style, which was what the 49ers were too uh, under Sela. But Quinn has advanced his schemes, and even Shanahan says he doesn't run the same stuff I saw at Atlanta, so it doesn't even help me now. So it, it, it's, sort of, it's, it's not completely true. I mean, he still likes to... He would rather mix coverage and use a four-man rush and not mix pressure. But he, can't, he knows he can't just do that all the time now. So he mixes pressure now with the mixed coverage and even mixes looks sometimes, which he never used to do. On the other side, D'Amico Ryans, he's a Sela protege, so he likes to steal trap. But he also had Joe Lee Dunn in his background, which is a huge mix. That's where it all came, like one of the guys where it started from. So he will mix stuff, and he's doing it more this year than he did last year. So in a way, the 49ers will mix even more than the Dallas will. But they still like to sit back in what I call the steel trap, just cover all the space, mix the coverage, four-man rush. Part of that's because they have a great D-line. And by the way, Dallas is as good as well and speedy, but not as. But the 49ers are even better. So... Uh, so in this game, that's what we saw. We saw an aggressive game plan by both. And they stayed aggressive the whole game against weaknesses on offense, 
which I'll explain in a minute. And, uh, and D'Amico Ryan's mixed more than Quinn, which you'd expect. Not a lot more, but more. But Quinn did a lot too. I mean, they were just both great game plans, great scheme, uh, or I would say good scheme, really good scheme. I don't know, D'Amico Ryan's is kind of great. Um, and then uh, execution. I actually think Quinn sets his stuff up to those players to execute, but he can't do it so simple anymore. So he has to do it a little more complicated now to keep the offense off balance, but he's still finding that balance for his defense. The execution was, is fa- at times, with all that misdirection Shanahan does, it looked like Dal- Quinn had the playbook. I mean, there was, I, I, later in, in the middle, in the, in the first half, um, Dallas, or I'm sorry, uh, the 49ers ran an option of either throwing a screen out, I think to the running back or Samuel or something, uh, out wide, or doing a QB draw. The commentators and the fans might have thought it was a planned QB draw. I think it was an option. The, the Dallas Cowboys with Quinn on defense had it covered all the way. They, uh, they had both the screen and the draw play completely matched up. And I'm like, I mean, that is excellent coaching. I mean, that's Dan Quinn. And the players executing that is just to me. I was just amazed by that. I was like, you know, usually when you have an option, something has to give. Well, what they did is they brought a safety down. So I don't know where to. They they bring a safety flying down uh, at the last second. You had a bunch of guys covering the screen out wide, and you had the guys ready for a draw. Like and and Purdy doesn't do QB draws that much. I mean, what made him think there was going to be a QB draw? I have no idea. Anyway, okay. So those are the defenses. Uh, they loaded the box right away. Uh, no run D. I call it a no run D. You're not running. You're not running. Now, they did a 4-2 personnel. So it was a nickel. They had five DBs. That's hard to do. Even if you have like eight in the box, nine in the box. It's hard. If the other team, as long as the 49ers and the Cowboys went uh, with three receivers, what they call 1-1 one, one personnel, just one tight end, you can jam that down. When you start going jumbo packages, like Dallas was using an extra tackle, and two tight ends, and, and many times uh, the 49ers would use two tight ends and a fullback. Both of them are kind of jumbo. You go with that heavy set, it was stopped in the first half because those guys were fired up and they were flying down in the box. But in the second half, they were starting to get worn down, and if the Cowboys and the Niners did not put in an extra linebacker, make it a 4-3 at least, they, they, the, the run games were starting to go a little more. Now, Especially for the 49ers, because they went to pure power. It was a great adjustment by Shanahan. You, have, you expect that from him. But so in the beginning, it was a total shutdown with the heavy boxes. And, and, you, and, you might, and, and, and they were shutting down not only the run, also the short pass. They weren't, they, neither team was scared about that. You had to go deep. You had to go deep. They weren't letting you. There was heavy short zone stuff, match coverage in the short zone. And that meant one-on-ones deep. You have to go deep. Uh, yeah, you have to beat that. You have to loosen them up. And so you're going to ask me maybe, well, why didn't they? Well, because there's problems on offense. Both defenses were right to do what they did. It was a great maneuver. Now, they did get burned, both of them, at times, but it was still a great move, and they stayed that way most of the game. So it was just really good stuff on the defense. Okay, what's the problems on the offense? Well, okay, Shanahan's a great offensive mind, great talent on that offense. Uh, the, the offensive line could get a little better, but it's still, I mean, still their tackles. I love their tackles. 
The inner, the interior, I'm not as hyper about on the Niners offensive line. I'm obviously skill sets are great. Positionless f- football of Shanahan. You have a third string rookie, number seven round draft pick at quarterback. Okay, and I don't, everybody going to jump off and flip out who's a 49er fan. He's been amazing. We can we'll all admit that. He's a seventh round rookie quarterback who was third string to start the year. Okay. He played a lot of teams that weren't so great. And even though Seattle is really improving and their defense was pretty strong, they're, they're young. They're very young. Now, all of a sudden, you have a more veteran and strong defense of Dallas and then a really strong defense of the Eagles. And good luck. You know, that's all I have to say. So, so that was a different ball game. Now, Purdy, to his credit, didn't throw any interceptions, but he made a lot of mistakes in the game. Okay, but, but, but to his credit, and I'm not just saying that lightly, did not make a turnover. Now you go the other side. Zach Prescott, veteran, good quarterback, um, definitely better than Purdy at this point in, his, in the careers of each. And a uh, higher draft pick. i uh, been playing, whatever, a long time, whatever. Uh, he can move around more, too. He's a, more of a dual threat, even though he's sort of slowed down a bit, but he's more, more of a dual threat. Improvs. Well, Purdy can improv really well, too, so I don't want to give that to Zach. But anyway, so what's the problem on the offense for Dallas? Well, I mean, the talent's there. You know, you have a couple of good running backs, really good, and really great receiver, a decent tight end. The offensive line's pretty strong. Okay, so what's what's the problem again? I mean, you have a rookie left tackle, and that came up to be some problems early in the game. But later, Smith, the left tackle, the rookie, uh, they have a two Smiths, bookend tackles. The one's a veteran, a top tackle, and the right tackle. But actually, the the rookie left tackle was getting burned early and did better later, and the veteran on the right side was good early and a little bit worse later. But whatever, that's neither here nor there. The bottom line is, what's the issue? Kellen Moore. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, so am I saying Kellen Moore is no good? Well, he's gone now. We know that. He's, he's moved, on, <clears throat> moved on to the Chargers. McCarthy said he's now going to call the place next year. Okay. No, I'm not saying Kellen Moore is a problem. I'm saying Kellen Moore and McCarthy, I do not think they were totally on the same page. We're now hearing that they weren't. And, and besides that, whatever was going on, and I can't tell. I'm not behind the scenes. I'm just saying they weren't using Zach Prescott in a good way. They were using him like a dropback guy, and he's not a dropback guy. He's a guy that improvs, a guy that needs to use his legs, maybe not as much as Hurts, but he's a guy that needs to use his legs. You have to do different things with him. I think Moore would have wanted to do that, I think. I'm not sure. I think McCarthy likes the Aaron Rodgers style better, and that's not Prescott. But McCarthy's not an idiot. He knows, you know, that Zach isn't Aaron Rodgers. So, Let's, you're gonna, we're going to find out next year. We're going to find out a lot. It's going to be very interesting. Now, Moore is going to an offense where he has a better quarterback. I mean, not, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say better, but a more, because I don't know, I think Herbert's going to be great eventually. I think he's on his way, but he's more of a drop back guy, taller, big arm, uh, but he can move some too. So that, I think this is going to be perfect for Moore. It's all about aligning all this stuff. It's alignment. It's not just like one guy stinks. That's why someone looks like he's bad on one team and then he's good on another team. Same with players. It's all about aligning. You have to align it. I think if Staley for the Chargers lets Moore do his thing, we're going to find out how, if Moore is really good or not. He's, you know, as far as McCarthy, what's going to happen here? He's going to call plays. Who's he bringing in as a coordinator? 
Is, is it going to be a McCarthy offense? Is he going to give anything over to the coordinator? Is it going to be a problem again, intention again? And is he going to use Zach the wrong? So let's just jump into this. Right off the bat again, uh, 49ers have the ball uh, first. And again, they were just eight guys in the box, shut down the run. Um, then they totally read a misdirection screen, you know, like they had the playbook and got a sack by... Uh, he had a really good start to the game. I think he tired a little bit in the second half. And on a third 19, they just got a little nothing and they had to punt. So now you have the first uh, possession by Dallas. And right off the bat, the left tackle held Boza, you know, the rookie left tackle. Get a little draw. That that, that worked okay because they didn't expect to draw on sec, uh, first and long or second and long, whatever. Oh, no, first and long. But then, uh, and then they had a little out to Hilton on a, and that got a first down. So that was all good. But then here it comes. Run blitz, Warner. Here comes D'Amico Ryan's mixing up. Run blitz by Warner, blew up the run play. And then, um, then on two pass plays in a row, they did a one match, then a two match. Mixing up the coverage, did simulated pressure, some sims on that third down. And the linebacker carried a deep post. Uh, Zach in the pocket, Versus this kind of stuff, no go, no go. Got a punt, and then we had some great play calling. So, again, Shanahan, great play calling, great different adjustments. You know, working with a rookie quarterback. Uh, they had some. Uh, you know, they were trying to do some jet motion stuff to free up the run game a bit, and they did get a little run out of Samuel, but uh, and they went up a little bit hurry up too for a minute. Uh, but then uh, the big one was the big nod and go or stop and go by Kittle down the seam and trips so they start off the game trying to pound it right and it wasn't really working much and then they were just and they were trying to spread run it then but it's run 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 and then you just go down the, the seam a great pass by purdy purdy when he's on i mean he he does fit this system really well you know that that's another thing he fits shannon he's like shanahan on the field so you know kittle was big kittle as, as he always is he was big in this game then off of that big pass they went right back to a Guard ta- a draw play with a guard tackle pull, and was almost broke for a big gain. Almost broke it. I can't remember which running back, Elliott or Pollard, but Diggy Zuwa, Diggy Zuwa again, stopped that barely. Just that thing almost broke. But you could. But anyways, then the big here's the big mistake. The first one, play action, roll left. Ayuk was open deep cross across the field. And by the time Purdy threw it, it was late and behind him. Purdy locks on too much. And then the next play, he, he locked on too much. And then it was another incomplete. And you had Lawrence coming strong pressure on a stunt. So Purdy gets locked on. He's a rookie. Sometimes he does progressions great. So if you send me video and say, look, here's where he's doing. No, no, sometimes in the, even in this game, he did some great progressions. Other times, he just locks on too long. By the way. Zach Prescott, same thing. Sometimes he'll go through progressions. Sometimes he just locks on. You say, well, he's a veteran. Right. It's not his strength. Pocket passing. Purdy could get, become better. I mean, Purdy will get better, I think, at that. If, we'll see. But anyway, but Purdy locks on um, or he just, you know, sees things too late, you know, and, 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 and so that's happening. So that was a big, that could have been a touchdown to Ayuk. That was the big miss there. So they had to punt. They were close. They, they, they pinned Dallas down pretty deep. Again, they're not letting them run bring up a third and nine and uh this is where again a drop back by zach just in the pocket armstead was in his face you need to just get rid of that ball there was an outlet to his left it was a little bit of a it looked like a sim 
Then it was like they weren't going to blitz, and then they did a delayed blitz. Confused Zach, had an outlet, didn't see the guy, threw it on an out pattern while he couldn't even see where the DB was because the guy was in his face. It was crazy play. It was not good. It was an obvious play by someone who's not great in the drop back, and he's not that tall either. So that whole thing, big-time interception, Lenore. Lenore, wow, the guy's coming up big, young kid. Okay, now deep in the territory, going to get a touchdown here, right? Purdy locked in deep and missed two short guys. He did a power, he did a play action roll out of the shotgun, had two guys short, just dump it, Purdy. But he's locking deep and, and he ended up getting sacked by Lawrence. Um, did a little bubble to to McCaffrey, none that got nothing. Third and sixteen, and this was excellent. Now, if he gets his first read, if that works out, it's great. Um, but this is actually oh no, he did a, this is when he did the progression. He did a three read progression. This was his third read. Um, but it all worked out. Great pass protection. The tackles did great on the two DNs. Uh, they had a go stop. It, was, it means you're going straight down like a vertical, then you just stop it by McLeod. On the in, and then on the outs, inside and on, on the slot and an Ayuk on the outside. And Purdy went to Ayuk. He could have went to either one, but he actually went to the right guy. He did a read to the left, a look at McLeod, and then moved over to Ayuk. Bang, nailed him. So you have a first and goal, but then we had some more mistakes. Um, we had, uh, well, here's that draw option I told you about earlier. That on second down, Dallas read both the screen and the draw. It was incredible. So now it brings up third and goal. And Purdy had a corner to Kittle. He was busting open on a one match. That means the guy who was on him was Wilson, a safety guy. And he was on Kittle. And Kittle was breaking open in the corner. And actually, Purdy saw him and just didn't pull the trigger. You know, he's a little too safe, so they got a field goal. And this happened throughout the game, too. Those I'm not as upset about. If he's trying to be safe, I get it a bit. But sometimes he just totally missed guys, too, like Ayuk on the last drive. Okay, so, and then Turpin almost broke one big on the kick return. Turpin was killing him on the kick return. So as much as Marr, the kicker, was a problem again uh, in, the, in the first half, uh, Turpin made up for that, more than made up for it with his big returns. Um the big he was about the MVP for the USFL. I watched him in the USFL this year, so I was real happy to see all that. But finally, in this drive, they started going more power spread and not stop get away from that pro stuff McCarthy likes. And I thought that you know in doing this, you're starting to get. Um, you had a second and long, and they did a little. Uh, oh, first and fifteen, and they did a jumbo set and crushed the backup defensive end Willis for the Niners and Pollard broke off for 10. But then they tried to go back to the run and now Dallas was jamming it. But on a third and two, we have a RPO. There you go. There's a power spread. RPO, little pop pass, but the guy wasn't open. So what did uh, Zach do? A little improv, half scramble to the right, flipped it to to Noah Brown for 17 yards. Noah ran for a lot of it. That's power spread. A little scramble, a little improv, a little RPO option, pass run, pass or, pass or give. You know, that's what Zach's good at. Sure enough, first down. Now we're going. So um, and then we had uh, now all of a sudden you have a, a little pitch uh, play. You get Pollard gets a little yardage, get a little midline zone, gets a little more yardage. Just that one pass opened it up a bit, a little power spread. And then... Um, he had Zeke up the gut, and uh, actually Armstead just busted through the line. He, he just 
was great. But but Zeke was able to Elliot was able to to avoid him. It was a great move by Zeke, and he got a first down. Then we had there we come Hafanga, his mentor is Palamulu Palamalu, uh, the great the, not only great but a really good safety for the Niners comes on a safety blitz out of nowhere, um, and it messed up Zach a bit. Uh, we had a second and twelve though, and Zach goes to quick game, hits Lamb for five, and then hits Lamb for six. See, that's the stuff. Quick game, power spread stuff. That's what you need. Spread pass, spread power spread. Those are the things you need with Zach. Fourth and inches. Uh, oh, jet uh, jets. Uh, wait, what did we have? Jet sweep to Lamb. That's right. Jet sweep to Lamb. That was awesome. And that's again power spread. You know, that's almost spread power. You have it all condensed in, and then you spread from that. So that's more like spread power, but whatever. So a great little um, so lamb on a catch, lamb on a catch, lamb on a run. We got a first down from a fourth down. And then right off of that, we have another jet motion, but we don't give it to him now. We do a read option with the running back. Zach keeps it. The whole defense went, went to the running back. Zach runs around the end for 11 yards, totally faked out the overaggressive Niners. And then uh, we get into a... Two per, one, a 12 personnel as two tight ends. We have a great, beautiful, delayed fake, a, a fake delayed roll from Zach. Rolls out, easy pitch and catch to Schwartz, touchdown. That was the, maybe the only really good power spread drive of the day for Dallas. I think that's Kellen Moore. I'm not sure. Uh, Maher, Maher had a terrible kick. It got blocked. It was low and to the left anyway. So it was like more issues with him, but it was 6-3. Um, back comes Shanahan and company. Again, just great stuff from Shanahan. Um, they, he puts McCaffrey in motion from left receiver to running back and then over to the other side in a triangle bunch. He's set up like a triangle and he shuffles. He shuffles in behind the two receivers and he was able to run up and do a little stop route and get a first down on a catch. And, and he ended up using him in motion and doing these little shuffles into bunch sets and using McCaffrey as a receiver a lot in this second half. So just great stuff by Shanahan. Again, Dallas not letting them run, but, you know, uh, we have, what do we have here? Um, they were able to uh, do a little bubble to Samuel, and he made a great move on Curse. They get up a third and short. They were able to get that first down and on a quick out, and then it was a hit late out of bounds. So this all kind of set up uh, them to, you know, driving down the field. Then Purdy had another three-read progression, hit Samuel on a crosser, uh, and then, uh, but then on a scramble to his left, he overthrew on in the left sideline. Uh, he had uh, he overthrew uh, who did he have on the sideline? I forget who it was, but he overthrew the, the, the receiver. I think it was Kittle, but he overthrew the receiver on the sideline. Um, his eyes aren't quick enough against this kind of execution. Seattle didn't execute like this. Against top execution, Purdy's just not quick enough. And he had the guy open. He waited a bit long. He didn't see him fast enough. And then he was scared to, to get it. He threw it way over his head just because he was scared of an interception. So we have a field goal again, 6-6. Six, six. Great kick by Gould, actually. There was a lot of wind at that point, and he really knocked it in there. Okay. Another big kick return by Turpin. Again, these special teams are led by Fossil, great special teams coach of Dallas. And... Uh, a guy he worked with on the Niners side, Snyder, I think is the name, a special teams coach. But anyway, so it was a back and forth because sometimes McLeod had some good, uh, good returns for the Niners, but he fumbled a big punt later in the second half. Anyway, it's, 
interesting special teams battle all day. But the nine, um, Dallas again, uh, you know, now we're tied up six all and uh, another, uh, uh, another late hit, this time Greenlaw. Elliot had a little um, out, uh, outlet. Oh, Zach started using his outlets. He started hitting his outlets. And he was getting up the field, but finally, uh, after the late hit by Greenlaw, got them down the field too. The Niners came up on those short passes again. Um, and then uh, because they really felt like they couldn't use Maurer as a kicker, they tried to get them to jump offside on a fourth and four. And then, uh, then they actually go for it on fourth and four. And... Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, uh, the, the Niners went into a, a five-man press. Um, the center, left guard, and left tackle on Boza did a great job on, on that side of the line. Martin blast Ebicom, who came on a stunt, and it was just, with the man coverage, it was an easy scramble first down for Zach. Again, that's what he does best. Improv, scrambling, stuff like that. Um, big one. Ward tackled Pollard on, and, and messed up his ankle. And Pollard was out for the game. That was big. Uh, and anyways, um, and then and then then we went back to kind of like quick game, and and he's okay at that, Zach, but not like Burrow. You know, he's okay with that. But again, now the Niners are putting everybody up near the goal line, and they were jumping stuff. And on third down, Ward actually jumped right on a quick pass to Lamb, and popped it up in the air, and Warner intercepted it. So again. More power spread, my man. More power spread, guys. More power spread. And I don't know. I think it's McCarthy. So I don't know that more Kellen Moore leaving is going to help the situation. We'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, unless they get a different quarterback. You know, I don't know. So anyway, again, back to Shanahan. Two-minute offense. Great calls again. Uh, no huddle. You know, hurry up. And just, you know, again, you had um, McCaffrey you know, uh, doing that whole shuffle stuff behind in the, in the bunch and using him. You, you, you had uh, Samuel come around on a reverse and jet motion and you, you Debo's running around and, and then another, a crossing play to Samuel, uh, right in front of the court. Uh, the, the Dallas did a lot of quarters coverage. That's aggressive safeties. It was good stuff against this team that likes crossers and the West coast offense. And one, that one pass by Purdy was, was quick. He's up and down, Purdy, and he's a rookie. And he, and he got it to Samuel just in time before the safety got up on him. But another one, Purdy locked in too long on the next one. And again, the quarter safety was coming up, and it got tipped by Parsons. And actually, he was lucky because that, that safety was coming up for an interception. That could have been an interception on Purdy. So one minute he's great, one minute he's not. You know, that's the way it is for a rookie. Um, and then... Uh, we had 19 seconds left, and they were just trying to get down the field. Oh, the big one to Jennings for 21 yards. It was just a classic deep post with Jennings coming the other way underneath on a dig. And uh, that's a classic West Coast offense, and uh, Purdy nailed it. As long as the, 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 the protection's good, Purdy has a minute, he can assess, you know, he can do it. So, you know, the jury's out. I don't know how good Purdy's going to be. We'll find out. He has a chance to be a really good one. I know he's only a seventh-round draft pick. He could be really good, especially in a Shanahan offense. I think they're going to keep him and maybe let Garoppolo go. Honestly, I think he can, he can – and then you see what you want to do with the other guy, the quarterback. But, you know, I don't know. But, but at the same time, how good is he going to be? I'm not sure yet. I, I don't know. Anyways, um, but good job by Quinn, again, staying aggressive in quarters. Even though it was two-minute offense, he stayed aggressive – 
and there was a flood to the left sideline, and Purdy messed that one up a bit. He held the ball too long, and he almost held the ball too long. One second left, he almost blew it. They got the field goal team out there, kicked the field goal, 9-6, Niners at the half. Question at halftime is, what adjustments will the offenses make? You know, what will Shanahan have up his sleeve? And you know what he likes to do. He did it against Seattle, that power game. Uh, He likes to, you know, his dad was a, you know, remember, Mike Shanahan was a West Coast offense guy. Actually, before that, he was like a run and shoot. He had different stuff in his background. But he was a, he ended up learning the West Coast offense right from the Niner. I, I, you know, right from the, the, the source, you know. And, but he liked to use it, that zone blocking, to set up a power West Coast. He really cemented the power West Coast offense game. Kind of like old man Callahan, some, and with even Gruden, but I think it was more Callahan, cemented the West Coast offense spread, where he started doing spread sets a lot from it. It's not exactly the same with what Martz was doing from the, you know, there's, there's what I call West Coast and West Coast offense, WC and WCO. The WCO is what we refer to as Bill Walsh. The WC, was started by Gilman, went down to Coriel, then the Martz. That has, you're using all parts of the field. And you can, the Raiders were like a, I don't know what you'd call them, but they were like the old Raiders were the deep guys, the verticals. Gilman was an old vertical. Gilman was all about everything, horizontal and vertical and intermediate. And Coriel took that as well, but, but, but he would tend towards the vertical. And then March to me, was everything. March really encompassed everything. And that's where these guys like North, North Turner and some of these guys come from. But, 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 but the thing is, on the other side, you have this Bill Walsh, which is very horizontal. And then you can add power to that, or you can add a spread sets to that. And so there's a little history there. So Mike Shanahan the power side of it, Callahan, the spread side of it. But, you know, and then now you mix the young Callahan, the son, with Zach Taylor's, and Zach Taylor's from the Gilman style. But by the way, you're like, wait a minute, he's from Sean McVay, and isn't Sean McVay Bill Walsh? Yes, but I guarantee you, Sean McVay has looked at all of it. He reminds me of like a Belichick. He looks at the old Gilman, Coriel stuff, and uh, also the power spread stuff in college and the spread passing stuff, the air raid. You know, he looks at it all. He had Goff. I guarantee you he was studying the air raid. I, 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 so I'm just, because Goff comes from the air raid. So the bottom line is actually Goff was under the guy who went to the championship game in football this year, Dykes. So, you know, so, th- th- so just back to this for a second. Kyle Shanahan, power West Coast offense. That's still his MO in the end of the day. Though the way he's doing it now is even different than the last couple of years. It's wild how he's progressing. It's becoming more and more of a power spread look. When I mean by that, guys in a shotgun, he's, so he comes out in the second half and he did a lot of uh, power gap power. What is that? Is Guys are pulling, pin and pulls, counters. So you guys, guys blocking down, guards, tackles, tight ends, fullbacks pulling around smacking and kicking out that's power football that's 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 not just a zone just finding your space and blocking people in your space that's and you can power that as well but this is like pure we we bash down and we kick out and the running and the the, the runner goes through those holes gap you open up the gaps you gap it out you rip it open okay he was doing that 
In the past, he did that a lot more under center, even the last couple years. It would be more under center, and it would be your classic either pitch, like you'd have a power sweep on a pitch, or just a zone pitch with zone blocking. And then you'd have zone power or gap power like this. But either way, it was under center. It was the old traditional way his dad did it more. Now he's doing a lot of it out of the shotgun. I think he likes using Purdy in that. I think Purdy's a really nice ball handler. Garoppolo's good too, but I think Purdy's even a little bit better. And I like, you know, I, I, I could see Shanahan's creativity. So is Shanahan going to come out and do that? Well, absolutely. That's what he did. <laughs> uh, is, uh, what about Dallas? Are they going to do more power spread, which Stack is good at? Is McCarthy going to let that happen? Is Moore going to go to that more? <laughs> no pun intended. And uh, that was up and down. And because that was up and down, and then is that kicker Marr going to still be a mess? Another good question. Well, Marr actually did a lot better in the second half. He finally got his head together, and that kept Dallas in the game. But because the Dallas offense just isn't secure, it really showed up at the end, and I'll tell you about that in one sec. So we start out also another thing. Can the kickers kick the ball deep enough in the end zone so these kick returners, we can calm them down? I said it in my preview. Watch out. McLeod and Turpin. I love these guys. Yeah, well, we, we got it. So in the first kick of the second half, Gould did get it in the end zone. That, but after that, he got it. He couldn't get it quite. He got it one yard in the end zone later, and Turpin had another big return. So, And it's not like San Fran's a bad kick coverage team. It's just really good blocking. Fossil's an excellent special teams coach. Uh, and then and then Turpin's a good, really good kick returner. So anyway, so again, the defense is doing it again. No run. They don't want you running. So it makes you wonder, how in the heck is Shanahan going to power? We'll talk about that in a sec. But, uh, but Dallas had the ball first, and um, uh, a scramble by Zach did get a, a, a first down. He had a, um, oh no, at first he actually, uh, yeah, a little scramble by Zach. A, a little bubble pass to Lamb, and then a little speed option to Elliott. And then, uh, and then on third and five, so they had a couple first downs, and they had a third and five, and they went to that West Coast offense spread. It's a little different than the quick game spread. And they tried to do a rush with Elliott out of it. And, um, oh, I'm sorry, I, I got that a little confused. They, they had a, uh, who's this guy, somebody... I don't know what that was. But they went to a third... Oh, the, the, oh, I'm sorry. Elliot, they had a couple runs, but they weren't getting that much run out of it. And then in the West Coast offensive spread, it, that depends on timing a lot. The quick game, there's always some timing involved, but quick game's a little more about space. Uh, and it's more of a spread offense, okay? The West Coast offense, it, it spaces and spreads after the snap, but it's based a lot on timing. So what happened is Lamb had a little stop route and uh, and 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 it, it just didn't. And he was open, and and, and Zach didn't see him. Uh, and then he then he whipped it at the last second into Elliot in the flat, and it went behind him. It, it's just again, he's not good at this stuff. He's just not good at it. I wish I would almost see the video on that again. I forget what that was exactly, but it doesn't matter. He's just it's a disconnect. It's all about timing. That's not his deal. Get him more spread. Get him in the power spread as well, the running and all that. So again, another West Coast offense fell, you know. Though they were doing a little power spread to start and were moving the ball again. They punt the ball, and that this rookie who hasn't done much and has some trouble off the field, Joseph, defensive back, high draft pick number two, 
goes down and just pops the ball out of McLeod's arms. It was the one mistake McLeod made. It was a big one. And, and Dallas recovered at the 49er 21. So is this going to turn the game around for Dallas? Um, no. <laughs> uh, it just kept it closer, that's all. Um, again, this time I really was not happy about the play calling. Again, Moore is the play caller, but what kind of influence is he getting from McCarthy? You know, does McCarthy not want Zach running? When you're in the red zone like that, it's a beautiful time if you have a dual threat quarterback to use his legs. Later in the game, they actually use Purdy to try to do that. Why aren't they using Zach? He's a better runner than Purdy even. So, you know, again, um, they try a little counter. Uh, the, the, the 49ers are not letting them run. It's not happening. They do a bunch to the right against the quarters. Again, aggressive quarters by uh, uh, Quinn. On the scheme, uh, they had pressure from both defensive ends, Boza and Ekebon, and uh, there was a stunt in the middle, and uh, Zeke tried to scramble up the gut, but he did, it closed down. He Then he whipped a little short pass to Elliott. It bounced off his chest, and it was up in the air, and it was up for grabs, but it fell incomplete, and they were lucky. So they could have had another interception there. So again, they, you know, I, 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 don't, I, I, I don't like... The, it was conservative play calling down there, little bubble screen, little, you have a condensed set and you're doing a, a counter run and you know they're jamming up in the box and they're fired up. It's a home crowd, by the way, 49ers home crowd. And then you do a, this pass that was no option, no RPO, no read option against Boza and Ekebon down there in the red zone where they're not even worried about as much. It's just bad. It's not good. And again, I'm not going to blame more for all this. I don't know what's going on. We're going to find out, though, this next year. We're going to find out. Anyway, Mayer, whatever, Maher hit the field goal. Unbelievable. He finally hit a... He just put his head down and just knocked it and said, that's enough of this nonsense. Then we had a 53-yard kick return by McLeod, which really made up for the fumble. And it was all on him because they actually had a linebacker, Gifford, bust through and had him for the tackle, and McLeod spinned out of it. He spun out of it. And... Uh, good stuff. I mean, that's, that's McLeod, man. He's tough. He came right back and did something big. So they were at the uh, Dallas 47 to start, and they did a little pitch to McCaffrey outside the box. So there you go. If you're jamming up the box, do widespread running. McCaffrey got five yards. That was number one. But then they did a little misdirection end round to Samuel, and he almost busted it. Lawrence got him by the ankle. He, I mean, there was a cornerback coming over, uh, Diggs, but eh, it could have been a bust. It could have been a big play. And then on a third down, they had a surprise attack from Quinn. Again, on that safety blitz by Wilson this time, a nickel blitz. Uh, Quinn's good, man. He's good now. He's a really good Gordon, a good schemer. And uh, Purdy had no shot. He just whipped it over. Uh, McCaffrey went on a wheel route, and he just whipped it over his head. So, But Shanahan is already in the first drive. You could see they're getting close. And because of the big kick return, they were able to punt it down and, and pin him down in the nine-yard line. And then all of a sudden, play action, deep shot, vertical to Lamb versus Lenore, the cornerback, young cornerback, 46 yards catch. There you go. What did I say? You have to go deep. You have to go deep. Um, then a big corner route to Schwartz, and it was just incomplete, just over his hands, just barely. Uh, you, you, know, you don't always hit the shots, right? But they're taking shots now, you know? Then they had, now they have a left outside zone from the I formation to Zeke, Elliott, and he gets five because the 49ers are backing off. Then you had third and five. You had four verticals again. 
And this time, Warner, the linebacker, came out of a simulated pressure, flew off the D-line, raced back and roboted, stuck with the Lamb. Lamb, of all people, the best receiver, right down the, the seam, deep shot. And it was almost, Prescott put it on the money. It was in Lamb's hands. He, it was, it, he was a tough catch, and he dropped it. Great coverage by Warner, but it was a tough catch and drop it, but almost another big one. And, and the other problem, on the other side, Hilton was open on the seam. And, and, and met, but that's not um, Prescott's best thing, okay? So he didn't see that. Okay, I'm okay with that. At least they're doing what they have to do here. They tried to pull the Niners offside on fourth and five. Didn't happen, so they punted it down to the Niners nine. So they changed field position. But that's all good stuff. Where has that been? Is this McCarthy or more? I think it's more. I think McCarthy's holding them back. Well, you know, he's gone, so so what? So, guys, you Dallas fans, be careful what you wish for here. I don't know. Um, and the other thing, he kept trying to get people offside on fourth down. Like, dude, that doesn't happen that much anymore. I mean, you can just see McCarthy's an old-school dude. He was a heck of a coach for a while and a heck of a scheme, especially with Aaron Rodgers. But, I, I mean, I know he's done a great job with the Cowboys in a way. Um, but... Well, see what happens next year. <laughs> Jury's out, man. I think his offense needs to progress. And I don't know. I think it could regress if he takes over. I think more was true, but we'll see. Anyway, we come back, and now the Shanahan man. Talk about a great scheme. Here he comes. He starts using the Max Shuffle. I'm calling it the Max Shuffle, like the Icky Shuffle from the old days. Got the Max Shuffle, McCaffrey, shuffling out, doing little uh, passes to him, then little runs to him. He's, and now Dallas is starting to loosen up a little bit, get a little less aggressive, though they still keep it in the quarters. Um, and then because of the quarters, they were all over it. On the, and then this is that circus catch by Kittle. Everybody's going to remember from this game. That was a rollout left, play-action rollout, they, it was a heavy, heavy, so they do some power run. Then they do a heavy, what it looked like was going to be a power run, roll Purdy out left, flood it with three receivers over there, okay? No one was open because Dallas was all over it with their quarters, but they lost Kittle on the back end. Kittle came open on a post on the back end, and he only had a defensive lineman, a defensive tackle of all people. Gallimore was chasing him. It was the funniest looking thing. It was a total screw up. And Gallimore, because they, so there was an over aggressive Cowboys, but that's what that all that misdirection does and all those rollouts. Purdy was free, no pressure, calmly looked back, saw Kittle, threw it to him. It was a good pass, but Kittle, for whatever reason, was bobbling it around, made a circus catch with a defensive tackle following him. It was a crazy look. It was a great play. Big time, big time. Now the crowd's losing it. And guess what this does? Get a little running on the outside on the first drive, a little power on the second, big pass to Kittle, opens it up. Here we come, the Mac power. We got, you know, he shuffles out of the backfield. We do a little pop pass to Mac again on that Mac shuffle. Then we do a power draw. He bursts for five. Then we do another power out of the 2-2 personnel. They put in two tight ends and a fullback, and Dallas didn't make the adjustment. They kept their nickel in. Another big run by Mac for eight. And now, you know, see how Shanahan has to open up that run. He has to open it up. You can't just line up and run like Woody Hayes days. You got to power spread it, and now he's doing it. Get another first down, and now Quinn... Quinn changed his look. He put Parsons off the line into middle linebacker. He put the two linebackers up on the line on the end. So it was like a 3-3-5-3 hybrid with eight men in the box. And that slammed the rundown just a bit for a second. 
But, um, but then, uh, 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 but, yeah, yeah. But anyways, and that, that slammed stuff down. And then on a third down, they, had, uh, they brought the house on an a, a blitz in the gap up the middle with the linebackers and everything. They had a zero bracket coverage. So they had two guys on Kittle, uh, basically, and, but in bracket, the safety had the option there to, to, to double him or move to another guy. Uh, and then they, uh, but there was a hold on Wilson. It was a nice, this was a great adjustment right in the middle of the game, right in the middle by Quinn. But the hold on Kittle set up uh, the Cowboys, and then um, you had split backs. There's just constant different looks from Shanahan, and double motion, uh, inverse T. Oh, that that's right. When when uh, a right stretch play to Samuel, but it didn't get much. But the Cowboys are best backing off a little bit, but it was stuffed. And then they did, but but defensive tackle Hankins in the second half had a big game with stuff and stuff. So it was Ubi Guzawa or whatever in the first half, and then Hankins in the second half. And and then for, and then but uh, but there was a penalty. We had what do we have? Uh, oh, a hold by Hankins. After I say he did good, okay, he was holding someone on one of the plays. So so we had a, a first and goal at the ten, and then at a power eye formation, another odd, odd look. You know, he had a use check at the fullback, and they gave it to you. That's like an old school play. You give it to the lead back, and then you fake it to the other guy. And use check went up the gut for seven yards. Just. Shanahan mixes the old stuff in such a new way. It's just, like I said, it's the PS West Coast T formation, the modern T. PS, WCT, I'm, I'm moving him more to PS. I used to call it WCPST. I think he bases it, it's more power spread now. He's all over the map now. It's awesome stuff. But it's all linked together. It's all aligned. Just great stuff. So after the big run by Uzcheck, they did a read option power. Uh, with um, a pin and pull with a garden tackles pulling and big Mac McCaffrey Mac went right up the gut touchdown just a great little drive there off the catch the circus catch by Kittle and then just great power and after that you know that that ended up being by the way a 91 yard drive and ate up a lot of clock and a lot of power and for the rest of the half they were just able to power the ball and it really helped Purdy you know, now he doesn't have to take any risks in the passing game. Um, McCarthy was a little beat up from it, but they brought in Mitchell, who, you know, and he was able to run. Um, so, so we'll see. We come back, another big kick return by Turpin. Great blocking by Dallas. Um, uh, and uh, we, had, we, we did some more bubble screens to Lamb. They're trying to get that spread pass game in there a bit, but then they bring in... Zach goes, Zeke, I'm sorry, um, yeah, Zach goes under center. They do an inside zone to Zeke. He almost broke it by, did they have an extra linebacker? And Dallas is starting to put an extra linebacker on these jumbo sets. But they were able to get a first on third and one. Then they did a quick huddle. They started doing quick huddles. So you can see there's an element of power spread spread coming in. Um, and, and, and off the quick huddle, do some play action. And Lamb against Lenoir again, uh, Lenoir. At 17 yards, nice little easy out. Then another jumbo set, and they tried to quick huddle, but the refs kind of held them up on that one. And they and a, and a run blitz blew it up. Again, D'Amico Ryan's is still coming with a lot of different blitzes. And then uh, we have a, bring up a third and eight, and they had some good pass protection. And this is where Lamb went in a shallow cross, but he needed to settle. Uh, Prescott actually did a really good thing. This isn't what you'd expect for him, but it's like a good dropback quarterback. He threw him open. 
You see Herbert did this a lot this year. Threw him open. But Lamb had to be connected with him and stop the pass. This is where all that timing is in the West Coast offense. He didn't stop the route. He, kept mo- he didn't settle. He kept moving across the field, and it was an incomplete. So, again, all that timing stuff. I, we'll see what happens. I mean, either McCarthy's going to go to all that timing stuff. It's not Zach's best thing, but if he just does that one thing, but he would be better to go to power spread. Anyway, Mayer hits the 43-yard field goal. So he hits two field goals in a row, and one's 43. He actually started, it started to slice, actually, and then it drew back through the post. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Maher. I don't know that he's going to be there next year after all this, but he did hit two field goals, so now it's 16-12. to 12, and, then here, and then you just had it again. Uh, it, it, Quinn actually started popping out of the quarters, doing more three-match. You could see there was a little more scared now because you know Shanahan's adjustments are getting Quinn a little nervous. They had a little levels, a skinny post by Kittle behind another guy that's called levels. Uh, Purdy nailed it. Then you had the uh, uh, pin and pull, more of that gap power I told you about. With Mitchell started running the ball a lot. He got eight yards, even with eight in the box, but it was a nickel. And again, Quinn needed to get more heavy guys in the box, but now these, these nickel guys are starting to tire now, and they're getting popped around. The defensive line starting to power. Uh, but Hankins stood up the center, center Brendel, and brought up a third and two. So Hankins is still playing tough. And on third and two, had a little quick slant to Ayuk as uh, the linebacker lost his zone integrity there. So, um, and then, uh, and, and, and now, uh, again, uh, you, the, you, you see the Cowboys looking a little fatigued as they're just starting to pound a bit now. They even went into just more zone stuff and not gap. They did a zone run and even that was gaining yardage now. Uh, and then they went back to the, mat, the, the bunch, and then they motioned Mac into the stack, McCaffrey into the, Mac into the stack, Mac stack, and he got another six-yard quick end catch. Then they went jumbo, and they pounded it some more. Just, just fantastic stuff. Now Shanahan was in control, and he finally was getting the better of Quinn, and Quinn's defense was starting to tire. Um, Mitchell busted another one for eight yards, and before you knew it, they're down near the goal line. Um, but on this one... Uh, they had a wide receiver screen to Samuel. They had four guys on one side of the field, an, a crazy look. And they did a little screen, but no one, Samuel didn't, didn't seem to know the screen was coming to him. So that was a screw-up. Eventually, it brought up a third and 10 and uh, a big stunt in the middle by Lawrence, by Dallas, and Parsons came off the left edge. And Purdy tried to scramble, but it wasn't enough. So they only got a field goal out of that. So a little bit, I mean, Shanahan's doing a lot. And they got a little screwed up there. But still, great stuff by Shanahan. Quinn was trying to keep up. He did keep up enough to keep it a one-score game, 1917. I mean, sorry, 1912. And then finally, uh, we had um, we had Turpin finally get stopped. <laughs> he got the ball to one. He tried to return it. Uh, Moore, Odom, Sterner, uh, Stoner. Uh, he's a stoner. The, the, the backup tight end, they all made some nice plays, busted it up, and that coverage team was so fired up. They finally stopped him, only 17-yard return. Um, and the 49ers in general, here's the end of the game now. They seemed really fired up on that kick coverage and on their defense. And the Dallas offense suddenly on the last two drives of the game looked very casual, very not much confidence they were just doing some good things the second half, a little bit of power spread, but not on this. Zach, they had like um, they had an all stop 
where all the receivers went out and just turned around real quick. That's spread or West Coast. Either way, that's just a quick game. That's a spread game. That's nothing wrong with that. But Zach just was real casual about it. He needs to get that ball out of his hands. He was just doop-de-doo, and he threw it, and Greenlaw, the linebacker, almost picked it for a return for interceptions touchdown. Pick six. And he was lucky it wasn't. That would have been the game right there. Then there was a cover three match by uh, the 49ers, and Zach locked on his receiver too long on the trip side. And on the other side, uh, he had Gallup on a vertical past Ward, past Javarius Ward, a big play that could have been. By the time Zach looked back to it, it was too late, and he threw incomplete. So, you know, and then what do we have here? Uh, Third and ten... Uh, D'Amico Ryan switched from a one match to a four match. I never even talk about four match. Uh, it's usually just quarters. But this one, they all backed off more, so it was more like a four match. Quarters was more aggressive. But just a great call, and against three verticals. And it was max protection. There was just nothing there. Zach tried to scramble, but great contained by Omenahu, and then a sacks by Ekubon and Boza. So, but the overall feel, that whole drive there, shockingly flat. For the end of a game, of a close game, this team doesn't have belief. Their offense doesn't have belief. That's why Moore's not there right now. I mean, McCarthy's right. You've got to figure this out. If you're not hooking up right with Moore, get someone else. But you need to, number one, get aligned. But I would say power spread. But if he wants to go back to the West Coast offense and that's all you want to do, okay. Okay. Whatever you got to do, though, you got to get this aligned. Anyway, so now we come back. and More good calls. They had a little curl to... Kittle, you know, you think they're going to run the ball out now, right? Nope. Pass it right away with two-minute warning. A uh, little quick one to Kittle and get 16 yards just like that. After that, there were a lot of um, runs and, and, you know, trying to run that clock down. What do I have here? Um, Brendel, hold, takes down Hankins, but no call. That's right. There was a little, um, uh, what do we, I, oh, no, they had a little, mo, uh, Second, uh, use check motions back around to eye fullback, right? He was motioning use check all over, and then ended up just as a fullback in the eye. Kittle moved over to the right uh, H-back, I call it, right tight end. Call that tight end. And it was a power pitch play. McGlinch, the right tackle on a kick out. Use check seals Vanderesh. Brunskill cracks down on Barr. But the problem was Brendel... So there was all great stuff. So all that motion, all this eye candy, then you just do a power pitch. And uh, a big Mitchell runs down the sideline for 13 yards. And, but Brendel, the center, actually had a hold and a takedown on Hankins, and they didn't call it. Anyways, goes out of bounds. That's the problem. Mitchell went out of bounds, so they couldn't run the clock out. They weren't able to run the game out. They had to punt the ball away eventually. And Zach had one more chance in, in the offense for Dallas. And... On the first play, it was near the end zone because there's a little bit of a drive there by the Shanahan. Shanahan's Niners actually were driving the ball most of the second half. You know, again, they could have a really great... Everybody's like they need a quarterback. Purdy would be good enough if they can do all their stuff and Shanahan keeps evolving this offense. But you get a dynamic guy like Nance or whatever. Is the guy's name Lance or Nance, whatever, the, the number one guy. Um, that, that would be more uh, what I would say for next year. You know, uh, what's this guy? Get this guy's name. I always figured out, driving me crazy. Uh, these names, thousands of names. Lance, Trey Lance, right. I don't know, I, I think I want to call him Jim Nance. March Madness, I guess. All right, so anyway, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I love the dynamic of Lance. He's dynamic. I, I can't imagine what Shanahan could come up with him. But Purdy is a... I, I don't know if Purdy wants to be a backup, but, man, he's make a really good backup. I'll tell you that. And you got, and, and, and I think the Niners, Super Bowl win. You know, I'm like, that's a Super Bowl team, though. That's what I'm looking at. But whatever. So last o- offensive drive here. Zach rolls out in the end zone. Armstead cracks him. He breaks free. It almost was a safety and throws incomplete. It's like, dude, really? I mean, what is going on? Three incomplete. I mean, I'm sorry, three passes to Schultz. The first two were catches. The, second, the third one looked like a catch, but they ended up saying he picked up his foot and went out of bounds. Way too casual from him, from Prescott, from the whole offense. What was going on? Again, throw out that Tampa Bay game. Throw out some, you've got to throw out a lot of regular season games too, by the way. You have, the regular season is way too long. There's too many ups and downs nowadays. Too much nonsense, too many injuries, too much media, too much crap. And you have to look at each game individually. And a lot of those games are throwout games. Some of the games the Eagles played were crap. You got not just two of them really, but anyway. But you have to throw those games out. So there's a lot of throwout stuff. The bottom line is this offense has the talent, but there is not. It is not connected up. And I keep saying it over and over, and everybody knows this, but whatever. Um, last play, I love it. They did it. What I call the Emory and Henry. That that's the Steve Spurrier where you put. Trips on one side with tackles, trips on the other side. But these guys did it with a tackle and a guard on each side, and they used slot backs. So it was only one center, a quarterback, and a running back in the middle. And everybody else, there was two slots, and then trips on one side, trips on the other. A complete crazy spread. That's like a different form of football. I think there one day may be a spread football. That It's not the spread everybody thinks is the spread. It's real spread football. And that will be a complete different game with different rules. And it will be all passing, stuff like that, or something like that. It's a little like arena league, but with more field, not inside of an arena. So anyway, whatever. They did a crazy thing, and they were supposed to... Elliot, actually, the running back, snapped the ball, and Zach threw it to Turpin, of all people, the backup. And Turpin caught it. Who had, He deserved to get the last catch of the season for Dallas because he had such a big game with his kick returns. He catches it, and... Um, he was supposed to lateral it. It was a hook and lateral kind of thing. And instead of getting a chance to lateral, he just gets hit and he's tackled and the game's over. That's the, that's the last play of the game for the Dallas Cowboys of the 2022 season. And that sums it up. You're, you're, you have a great set. You have some great scheme. You have some great talent. You're using the talent and it's just misaligned. It's not aligned. The operations are a mess. The, the execution. You, you throw the pass, he doesn't even get the lateral. He doesn't even get a chance to lateral the ball. Unbelievable. So that's what Dallas needs to improve for next year. They, McCarthy obviously knows this. All the fans know this. It's going to be very interesting. Let's see who they get as the offensive coordinator. And we just don't know what it's going to be like. What is McCarthy going to do? Ask him all the questions you want, media. It doesn't mean that's what he's going to do. Let's see what happens. And then uh, we'll see how more does for the Chargers. And the 49ers moved on to the Eagles. We know what happened there now. But, um, you know, the big news for them is next year with Purdy and, and, and uh, Lance. And so that is a wrap here from the Power Spread Studios. This is Drew Paglieri. Until next time.